from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, new lower speed limits catching our drivers. $15 million is quite the variation to a building contract originally worth around $30 million. Ipswich's great houses on show. Tuama Place is tops. The Civic Centre rocks with great entertainment. And the Jets take a nosedive on the ladder. Ashley Mack and Walter Williams join the show for another yarn over the back fence. It's Thursday, May 18, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Ashley Mack was born in Ipswich and growing up in Ebervale, it didn't affect him very much at all. He was the first voice on QFM in 1990, so long ago, and still a media tart. He's also a small business owner with that lovely coffee shop at St Andrews. Welcome, Ash. And grew up chewing on new chum coal. Oh, I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> Walter Williams has called Ipswich home for 32 years, and you'll know his voice on many TV and radio ads and Webjet on YouTube. He was previously heard doing his own show on QFM, 4BH, Star FM. It's a good roll call, River and 4BC. Welcome, Walter. It's good to be here. And uh, now he's a stand-up comedian. Uh, yeah, he is too. Yes, we'll we'll yes, come to that. My second show. Yes. Add that we'll, to the res. We'll come to that. It's a big month for Over the Back Fence and our yarn. And the biggest thing that's heating up are the speed limit changes in Ipswich Central that's only been there a few days now, generating a lot of comment on social media. And I can tell you there's no grace period, boys and girls. There are speed vans already in the top of town nabbing people in what was the 50k zone. Ash? I cannot understand that if you want to attract people into a town, why you would decrease the speed limits and make it tougher to drive around. We don't have a ring road. Why are we doing this? And we don't have a second bridge yet. Exactly. Right. Let's just let's just slow everything up so that you can look at the shops and decide whether you want to drive through slowly and go there. <laughs> I, I, I can't work out. I, I, sorry, it's just beyond me. I can't work that one out. Well, when you're in the yeah. uh, off-peak areas, you can imagine how long it's going to take to drive along Limestone Street now when there's no one there mm. at well, 8 o'clock the thing at night. Is I, yeah. I do. I actually deviate. If I can now, I will deviate around the city centre Right to get to get where I want to go because it, there's too much of a, a logjam starting to happen. Yeah, uh, Walter. I like the line that council is using, and that is that uh, the whole idea of this is to improve safety for our most vulnerable road users. That means the idiots who won't get off the road and cross at a crossing when the green light goes. I, I think we're just dumbing everything down in this city, unfortunately. Well, I've got a little twist to add to this story on the side. Ooh. The councillors had no say in this. They were not consulted, and I'm led to believe neither were mm. our state members. It came as a big surprise to them. This is one example where the bureaucrats are running the show, and Transport yeah. and Main Roads have uh, cosied up with council officers to go, let's make it 40k where it was 60 and 50 before. Is this was the there same any crazy... community consultation? None, zero. Is it the same crazy lot who moved main roads where you go to pay your bills down to Bandamba? 
They could have could kept be. the other one open could and be. doubled the thing. But here we are. It's the same size. It's, it actually feels smaller in there and the parking is harder. Oh, it's a nightmare. Unbelievable. Yeah, oh, yeah you thought North so Ippy was, was a problem. <laughs> Try oh, both oh, oh. They closed the one at North Ipswich and opened no. the one at Bendemba. Uh, Why wouldn't you keep the one at North Ipswich and, and, and give twice the service? And they also closed the over-the-counter at Red Bank Plaza, which used to of be course. really convenient if you just wanted to renew your licence. Yes. You know? That, anyway. Uh, are the uh, lunatics in charge of the asylum at the moment? Possibly at the moment, yes. yes. Now, I just want to highlight something. Right. In the UK... It's so simple to remember speed limits. They basically have three speed limits. Mm. Strangely enough, they still have miles per hour for their speed limits, but everything else is metric, Mm. all right? So a speed limit of 30 miles per hour, which would be the same as our 48K, applies Mm. to all single and dual roads with streetlights. Yeah. Easy to remember. You're on a dual mm. road with streetlights. That's the speed limit. You, won't, yeah, you don't right. find too many speed limit signs on the roads over there, unless mm. there is another shine, sign uh, showing otherwise. In built-up areas, they've got a speed limit that's the equivalent of our 50, which is uh, 30 miles per hour, okay? Now, single road, so you could say Brisbane Street, say West Ippy, for mm. example, uh, mm. that would be the equivalent of our 50, and right. dual carriageways and motorways are basically classified as the same thing. So your motorway would be the Ipswich motorway, dual carriageway would be the Warrego. They have a speed limit of the equivalent of 112, so that's closest to our 110. Now, around schools, they've got a little mm-hmm. saying that says 20 is plenty, so that's 20 miles per hour is plenty around yes. schools. And that's it. No, <laughs> other, no other speed limits in between, above, below, halfway to confuse people and catch them out. That'd be good. Well, if you were to look at um, Ipswich City mm. in the daytime, would you think there would be a lot of commercial traffic in there? In there the, would be. In the there? daytime. Trucks well, yeah, deliveries, and of course. And, yeah. and through traffic to other parts of town. Yeah, I drive a little van. Mm-hmm. And those speed bumps are capable of throwing a, a crate of coke into the air. And oh. I'm not going fast. I'm only I'm crawling over them. Mm. So they're ridiculous. Mm. So why we need to have speed bumps, you know, you just need a speed sign or a, a camera to take your photo. Yeah. Those ones at the top of town are pretty severe, aren't they? You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, but I think you need them on a Thursday night when it's Hoon City. <laughs> Maybe you install portable speed bumps at night. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to install what an invention. spikes in my street. <laughs> no, don't laugh. What a, an inflatable speed bump would probably be brilliant. Mm. It's, it's waiting to be invented. Yes. Yep. Okay, hang on. Let me well, just that's the money to be made. Well, it, it, Ash last, has already put a patent on it. Yep. The yeah. last word on these new speed limits is drivers beware. I'm reliably informed tickets are already being issued. Mm. And also reductions on Warwick Road between Pasali Drive and the Cunningham Highway. You oh, yeah, I think that's From got, 70 to 60. Yeah, well, that was always going to come, mm. wasn't it? <clears throat> you got to watch it, though. Mm. Yeah, but you just got to be alert. Oh, yeah. Are you allowed to say that? Alerts. Are that? you allowed to say that, Pasali Drive? Yes, it's still on the sign. <laughs> it no, is. no problem. Okay. okay, let's move on to another council decision which is also causing a bit of angst, and that's the uh, change to the contract for the new cinemas building, the old Mac and East building. Is council in too deep not to proceed? My humble opinion is yes, but it was a bit of a shock to see that the variation was basically 50% of the original contract price. That is some variation if you're building a house. You're not wrong. That's mould and galore in there, apparently. I thought a bit of bleach might have fixed it, but obviously not. 
No, they don't like that. <laughs> I, maybe the whole thing just needs to be knocked down. Well, that sounds I, I like for that, that price. I think that would have been the smarter move. <laughs> Honestly, for that price, I've heard that it went from 16.5 to $70 million. Mm, well, think it was that high. No, no, it wasn't, yes. that, it wasn't quite that high. Well, if you're talking about the Mac and East corner where the cinemas were. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, and there was a piece uh, I saw on uh, one of the recorded council meetings about all of this too. So, so there's a lot of backtracking going on. Mm. Well, my numbers here, and look, there could be a few numbers floating around. According to the Ipswich Tribune, Brian Benyon has reported it was uh, $28.5 million initially to do the refit for that corner. Mm. Then it was varied by 5.3, mm, fair enough. And then mm. the latest one voted on this week at a special council meeting, just under 15 million. So that's taking uh, it to uh, up around the 40s. Would we all agree that this particular building has been a, a sort of a, a boil on our bum for years? Oh, yes. it, it would seem so. It would seem so. But should have just knocked it down. I'll uh, do the glass half full approach for the last word. Property price rises increasing so much, particularly commercial. One can only hope that council will get its money back and at least break even when it's sold. It's got to be sold ultimately. Yeah, but you're probably right. Something that's a lot of fun, which we've missed, it was just on, was the Great Houses of Ipswich. This is a wonderful mm. program. First time in 10 years. I didn't realise it had been quite so long, but 24 mm. privately owned homes in Ipswich, and congratulations to those homeowners, opened their houses to the public on the 13th. Did you get a chance to look at any houses, Walt? I, I went online and checked it out, actually, and I thought, look, you people are living in wonderful, palatial, expensive homes. Why am I paying to give you more money uh, so I can see your home? That, I know it goes. a lot of these money goes towards the, uh, the charity or whatever, but I, I just felt like, you know, I wrote the addresses down. I'll do a drive past. <laughs> Not not American style. I'll keep the guns in control, and I'll and I'll just check them out from outside. It'll be fine without paying a cent. There are some great houses in. in oh, some house. beautiful homes. I and I really admire the architecture. Um, I think it was it was uh, our uh, man who wants to be mayor who was uh, touting all about this on in the last week. David yeah, Martin. Yes, it is a great program. Let's hope it continues. Maybe the uh, you know the token admission fee, Walt. It would probably help control numbers as well. So I think that's a reasonable thing. Oh, for sure. Mm. Yeah. It was about, I think, about $12 a head per house. Yeah, not not too outrageous. Actually, mm. you've just given me an idea how to make a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to have oh. tours of your place. Oh, yeah, I'll paint it in heritage colours. We'll be right as rain. Yeah. <laughs> Should be good, mate. Look, my home's nearly 100 years old. I think I could uh, yeah, actually, oh, yes. out with a paintbrush. a ticket box out the front. Yep. We can start doing those, like those Hollywood tours. Oh, that's where Walter Williams lives. You know? <laughs> I've already got the maps printed. There's Ashley's house. <laughs> hey, there's a new twist on the shop local campaign now. The three of us have been in the uh, radio biz for a reasonable amount of time, and for as long as we can remember, and before we were born, there were shop local campaigns. There's a new one with mm. a bit of a twist. With uh, Main Streets of Australia, I think the thrust here is mainly helping retailers come up with new ideas because, you know, sometimes everything old is new again in the shop local. What do you reckon, Walt? 
Mm. Yeah, look, I'm a big fan of the top of town. There's a there's a lot of good things happening there in terms of uh, the eateries, etc., and and some of the the groovy little shops that they've got there too. So I, I don't know if it needs a Main Street Australia partnering up with Ipswich City Council to to make this work. Something needs to be done for sure to to really put it on the map. But uh, it, more power to them if they can get more people to shop in the area. Ash, what are local business people telling you? Uh, actually, I don't get a chance. I'm sat in busy. I don't get a chance to talk to them. But I've never been a real fan of 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 these promotions that say shop locally because I reckon we need to be able to stand there. And, you know, it it's sort of it's like giving someone a bribe. What? Well, no, not a bribe. What would you call it? Mate, using guilt to make your business work. What we should be saying is, hey, we are local, but we're good. You know, mm. we are, we stand up with the the you know the quality of our our product is as good as you will buy anywhere in town or out of town, whatever. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, we're local and we're better than good. That's right, <laughs> exactly. We're yeah. local and we're a damn sight better. Um, and when I as business people, Ash, we we always first port of call is to try and shop local and source local, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I think a lot of people do think of that when they're shopping. Nicholas Street and Toowoomba Place seems to be living up to expectations. The council put out some interesting numbers in the last uh, couple of weeks, claiming that in April, Toowoomba Place had 90,000 visitors. Now, just stop and think about that for a minute. 90,000 mm. a day visitors. Wow. Are they including all the visitors to the libraries? Oh. And are they including the Ipswich City Council workers who go up to the Ivory Tower every day? Well, they've got some sort of people counting uh, mechanism there, but 90,000 just sounds a bit too good to be true, but not taking away from the entertainment program that's that's been happening in Toowoomba Place. Well, one of the problems is is that Walter keeps taking his dog and the thing counts legs, so there's a double. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're, got, they're only little legs. They're only little <laughs> legs. But the but, yeah. actually, what those uh, markets and things that they have there do, and the and the entertainment do bring in the numbers and the, the footage that sure. I've seen, it looks looks fantastic. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, on the you plus side. Yeah, on the yeah. plus side, uh, things like Coco Melon, which appeals to the kids, the little kids. Yeah. So the, the, yeah, the crowds, crowd. the crowds were great. For that, mm. Mm. and then I went to the tunes in Tulma with my four-legged friend Henry. <laughs> oh, that's two and people. Saw Cold, the the Cold Chisel and ACDC tribute band. Brilliant night. They four and a half. Be, yeah, four and a half thousand visitors to that night. Yeah, that would have been a good night. I wanted to see. I'm, I'm su- it. Yeah, it was a brilliant. I'm surprised Alan wasn't there because the Australian Superbike champions were there in the flesh. Yes, and after all, your nickname is Biker Buck. <laughs> Now it's out there. Thank you, Walt. That's okay. <laughs> There's only 10 months or so of this current council before the next local government election. Uh, apart from David Martin putting his hand up to run for mayor, and obviously some of the incumbents will put their hand up, have you heard any more names floating around? I heard Dave Cullen wanted to. I'm not too sure if he will or not. It'd be, and he, he's actually a pretty good business person in town. He might be okay. Mm. He just celebrated mm. 20 years of ProDrive. Yeah, mm. and he's lost a lot of weight too, which is great to see. <laughs> He'll be happy to hear that. <laughs> well, no, Why do we need a thin mayor? <laughs> no, we, no, I'm not saying we need a thin mayor, but it's good when a guy goes on a diet. It's pretty, you know, pretty tough. Yeah. And he, he's he's making, showing up the rest of us, that's for sure. Good on him. Yeah. I was just, just on that subject. Uh, what about Ash for me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh look. I, look, I make enough enemies without getting becoming a politician. I reckon if you, you run for mayor in this town, we'll just run for um, political office. 
in this town, you're just drawing a, a, a target on your forehead. Putting a target on your back, yes. Oh, yeah, because, they, you know, for some reason, politicians are the worst thing in the world in this town. Mm. I'm going to turn this conversation now to entertainment. Uh, not, not that politics isn't entertainment. The Civic Centre's What's On is uh, really active at the moment. Uh, David mm. Finn and the crew there doing a great job bringing in uh, the live entertainment and live acts. But before we get to the Civic Centre What's On, Walt, you've had a second mm. go at stand-up. How did it go? I did. How crazy am I? Uh, two cracks at uh, stand-up comedy now. I've had fun. It was good. And you build a little more in confidence every time you do it too, which is good. Uh, you get addicted to the laughter and all of that, the the smell of the grease paint and the, the crowd and everything. It's um, I enjoyed it. And we had a packed night. It was, was huge. The That's most fantastic. numbers they've ever seen at a stitch in the switch in the one and a half years it's been going. How they've got a new that? one. Coming up, yeah. The new one on uh, Saturday night at 8 in the Cunningham Room. Book now. There's 10 tables booked. Obviously not a sellout because I'm not on the bill. Oh. Mm. We'll have to change that, ladies <laughs> yeah. and gentlemen, making a <laughs> Come a on surprise now. appearance. A Dame Nelly Melder. <laughs> Stephen J. Whiteley's on. Uh, Chad Wacker and our local talent, Emerson Powell. Have a break a leg, boys. That's wonderful. And what about the rest of the program that's coming up in the next couple of months? Did you oh, see the yes. feedback about the Elvis show? No, I didn't. On Facebook, people just raving about how good the Elvis show was. Ah. Right? So there's one. Uh, Next time it comes to town, go and watch it. It's re- the same with really the, Beyond, the Beyond Again show was uh, on the same night I did my stand-up. They were really good. Yeah. You couldn't get a park. I had to park in another town <laughs> couldn't, and walk in to do the set. It was just ridiculous. There were so many people in town for Beyond Again. It, well, those those um, what do they call them? The, what are those shows that do um, tribute uh, shows? Tribute shows. Mm. Uh, there was mm. one that hit the racehorse a couple of weeks ago that did the whole Eastern Seaboard um, called Yacht Rock, and it played oh, all those yes. great Yacht Rock songs. And yes. and you think, yeah, that's a good thing for a band. And every you know they were dressed in their seventies and eighties gear. It was great. Every song's a winner. Fantastic. I'm going to turn to sport. We haven't talked about sport for a couple of months with our yarn over the back fence. Rugby league. Now, the Jets are having a bye this weekend. And the sad thing is they're still to get any points on the ladder. The internet tells me eight games, eight losses. What is going on with our Jets? Walt, do they need you back in the commentary box? I think they do. I think that's what they're missing. The Jets just can't afford me anymore. That's it. I don't get out of bed for less than $1,000. <laughs> oh, I was uh, thinking they just need you as a referee. That might help. <laughs> that could be good. You know the reason they're number 14 on the ladder? Why? Only because there is no number 16. <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh. But, no, to be honest, like the, there's a little bit of oomph gone out of the Jets' atmosphere since uh, the Redcliffe crew got the thing. Exactly. You know, yes. It's, it's, it's almost like being it's a bit of a bridesmaid syndrome. Yeah, mm. it's a shame because, look, mm. I, the, the guys play their hearts out. They really they do. do. I, know, yep. I know I'm taking the mickey, but seriously, guys, I know you, you're out there every weekend. And Training. You're not pref- yep, putting their body through pain. Oh, an absolute torture test. Mm-hmm. It's one of the roughest games in the world. The NRL look at us and go, you guys are mad. You mean the NFL? League. Uh, in the NFL, sorry. Yeah. They look at they look at Australia and go, and the, the NRL and the QRL, and they go, you guys are mad. There's no padding. There's very few of them wear any kind of head protection. Uh, but but that's it. That's, that's the game of rugby league, one of the greatest games of all. 
Well, the the breaking news as we uh, go to our recording booths today is that uh, Easts might be putting their hand up again for an NRL licence. So that'll push the Jets further away from getting one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and fortunately their bid fell apart at the last minute, didn't it? Yeah. Anyway, let's not talk negative. Let's get some good vibes happening for the Jets Let's go Ipswich. Yeah. Let's go Jets. Go Jets. Yes. And let's not build a stadium like they did. They're going to in Hobart and upset everybody. <laughs> no, a staged approach seems to be the uh, considered method going forward, Ash. So that's not bad. Mm. That's what we need. We mm. need a stadium, don't we? It's like we it's like the the old uh, field of dreams. Build it, and they will come. I, I I have to disagree. I believe that the stadium thing is is like the Simpsons monorail. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think <laughs> come somebody comes to us, build a stadium? Yeah, we're talking about stadiums, and then everybody craps all about how much they cost. <laughs> it just, it, I reckon Australia's stadiums are the same as the Simpsons monorail. But, but I was in Springfield talking of Springfield <laughs> the other day, <laughs> yeah. and I saw the new one for the AFLW, and it's brilliant. That's a staged oh. approach. They're not. It's not. Yeah. It's not the whole shebang from day one, but it's a decent setup. Yeah, it's nice. It's certainly a step up. We are only, as we sit here speaking to the recording devices, we are only 48 hours away from the start of the Ipswich show or thereabouts. Last minute tickets are online. I'm going to put the plug in and uh, just make a small declaration. I am working at the show again this year, uh, doing Mm -hmm. some ring announcing with uh, Rachel and uh, Paul Casos. So that'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. But yeah, jump online and get your show tickets because they're cheaper. And I've got a job as the laughing clown. (laughs) And you'll do very well. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the 150th Ipswich show this program. The the program is busting at the seams with entertainment, not just in the main arena, but across the showground. So, yeah, and the weather, fingers crossed, the Weather Bureau says it's going to be fine, fine, fine. Can't wait. You've got to to hand it to Mr. Zano, though, don't you? He's done a great job. He has, and he does everything. The other, a couple of weeks ago, I saw him out and about putting up those core flute signs himself. Yes. He's mm. the boss, but he's out there mm. doing it. And you got to mm. say, hey, you know. That's hands on. He is, he is, you know, does everything brilliant. Well, it's yeah. like, like the Queensland Police Commissioner. She was at something the other day, and I thought she didn't need to be. But mm. she was there, yep. still doing a thing. And I'm sure we'll see Ash at the show because he hasn't missed one yet in 150 years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, guys, it's been a great yarn over the back fence. Thank you again, and we'll do it again next month. See you then. Ciao. Ciao. And a reminder to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music. Or play Ipswich today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening.
Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.